This is the Magic Our Way podcast with my mutants, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. They're cut above the rest, bub. <laughs> You're the best there is at what you do. And what you do is pretty nice. <laughs> Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Asante Sana, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Every Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. And on this show, we invite you to feel the libation. Feel it, feel it! We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicArway.com is where you can find us for this episode. We review Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And look, this isn't your typical polished, practiced, pixie dust and dizzy podcast. No, sir. We are not online every day trying to tell you what happened to Margot Robbie's female-led Pirates of the Caribbean movie. That's right, Kev. We're here to drink, talk some Disney, and tell you our thoughts on Wakanda Forever and ever, ever. And, ever, ever. And, ever and ever and ever. Ever, 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 ever. <laughs> That's right. So the more we drink, the more we'll give you the thing. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. I'm Eli. And Lee. And I'm always asking, what can I do to book a vacation for you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <that's> terrible. <laughs> what kind of what is? Kind of I'm pretty doodle. sure I used that same one on the, uh, on the first Black Panther movie we did. Oh, that was what a while kind back. Of remember. What kind of do you? for you? What kind of book for you? What kind of boo? <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, enough of our jibber jabber. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Here we are in the hub, and for this hub, we present a movie review, and you can tell by that music, we are back to Marvel, reviewing the next installment of MCU Phase 4. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, was released in the United States on November 11th, 2022, and Marvel Studios describes the movie like so. Queen Ramonda, Shuri, Mbaku, Okoye, and the Dora Milaje fight to protect their nation from intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's death. As the Wakandans strive to embrace the next chapter, the heroes must band together with the help of war dog Nakia and Everett Ross and forge a new path for the kingdom of Wakanda. Of course, we will present our view in two parts, as usual, non-spoiler and spoiler-filled, and as usual, we will give you ample warning before the spoiler-filled section begins. So, for this, since this is a Marvel movie, we will begin, as we always do, with our Marvel guru, Eli, Eli, did you love it, like it, dislike it, loathe it, etc.? Plus, what other thoughts do you have to start mm. off this conversation? Non-spoiler Ooh. section. Go for it. Non-spoiler. Well, Wakanda Forever is a movie that shows very deep respect for its fallen star forever. Much respect on that. But the overall theme is depression forever. <laughs> and ever. And, and ever, ever. And ever. And ever. And the main payoff in the movie pretty much took forever. And ever. And, and ever. ever. And ever. And ever. And ever. And so for the most part, I um, I wanted to really, 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 really love it because of what it is and what it represents. And, um, you know, every day I was surrounded with it. But I, 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 I kind of liked it. I didn't hate it. 
I didn't hate it, but it just it took forever. And what it was trying to build up was good for Wakanda and the characters that were there. But they had other characters in there that just seemed like was a bunch of throw in and, and, and fill in. And um, I think this would have made I was I was telling us the day before I think it would have made a good Disney Plus TV show. Interesting. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Yeah, Yeah. but the payoff of what it was supposed to be that took way too long. So it was a good drama movie, but I just didn't feel Marvel, Marvel Marvelous. You're not Marvelous. Yeah, I didn't feel Marvelous. Feel Marvelous with it. Yeah, Yeah, go for it. We saw at the same time together. I walked out of the air and I looked at Eli and I said, "Well, that wasn't a bad movie." And uh, that, I was actually saying a lot because he and I up into this, like for the last you know, couple of weeks, like one one day we just turned to each other and it's like, hey man, Wakanda forever. What do you what are your thoughts? Are you looking forward to this? Are you, and we're kind of like, not really. No, I mean, I'm, there's not a whole lot in the trailer that's kind of getting me excited mm-hmm. for where this is going to go and, and what's going to happen. If anything, the the trailer just looks to be in in memoriam for uh chadwick boseman and an introduction of namor but few and far in between in terms of like i can tell what's going to be happening they're giving me something to look forward to something to 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 sink my teeth into like oh i can't wait to see how they get to this part oh my god how's that gonna how's that gonna play out what's gonna happen there but it wasn't a bad movie, which is what we were worried about. It dragged at moments, but it never lost my attention. There were way too many characters that they indulged, but it it, it, it never lost its overall uh, focus. So it's it's a flawed movie, for sure, but, I mean, what movie isn't? There's also an issue with the plot that makes it kind of the motivation of the movie fall apart for me. Mm. But, yeah, to echo what Eli said, that's that was my main takeaway. The, the biggest issue for me is that the movie starts off sullen and, and, and gloomy and at times even uncomfortable, and it just never really lets up on that vibe. I, I told Eli, I was like, this is like the English patient of Marvel movies. <laughs> I mean, he did. You start with death, you go right into grief, and then depression, and denial, and vengeance. Anger, it's, yeah. yeah, it's like you're visiting the, 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 all the stages of grief. I think you just unlocked the movie. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. it just, but it keeps perpetuating itself. I mean, the, the, you know, the grimness of, uh, of the movie, I mean, really, it, it kind of felt like you were watching a DC film. It did not feel like a Marvel film. It was just dark the entire way through hmm, that's interesting because i feel like maybe that's the reason why i like this one so much hmm. do you like dc movies in general i don't know that i like dc movies but i like dramas i like um i'm not like if i had my choice if i was like hey i could watch a comedy tonight a drama an action movie or uh, a rom-com nine times out of ten i'm going for a drama you know i'm gonna watch heat i'm gonna watch uh, you know the godfather i'm gonna watch something that's like that's it's heavy on the drama. You was always looking to crack a joke. <laughs> That's yeah. What I was <laughs> in my real life, uh, yeah. In my okay. real life, I like to be depressed. I guess I don't know. Midlife crisis. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, could, it could be part of it. We just looked up the stages. <laughs> they were all going through it. Apparently, but I would definitely say I was concerned simply because it's a sequel, and you know, sequels can really go the wrong way real quick. So I feel like that in and of itself, that it was as good as it was for being a sequel. I, I like that. I will give it credit for that, that it didn't just, you know, rest on its laurels, I guess is the best way to say it. Like just try to repeat some of the, the first movie. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing with Chadwick Boseman is definitely, 
the vibe of this movie. Um, they wanted to make sure that came across and it, it definitely came across even from the opening scene. I was like, Oh man, like, okay, we're in for it. Uh, this is where it's going to go. Um, but I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I felt like I don't think it needed to be three hours. That's for sure. Even my wife was like, is, how long is this movie? <laughs> like, like, you know, the kids got to go to school tomorrow. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, we, we, we went to the seven thirty show and, it was 10 30 11 o'clock you know almost almost 11 o'clock by the time we got out i was like geez so yeah i mean it, it was i think it was a, it was a little long for what it was but i feel like i maybe enjoyed it a little more than you guys but again i'm not the most vested in the in the in the marvel universe either okay okay i like the marvel universe in general you know especially for my basis is from the cartoons and stuff as far as how i feel about this movie i think the spectacle spectacle of it all from like you know how it looks and the acting, I thought was done really well. So the, the overall, the superficially, the the spectacle spectacle of it, which you know to I guess to be expected, the spectacle of the whole shebang was was great. You know, and and we we wouldn't, we wouldn't expect anything less with all that, right? With Disney so far, because a lot of their stuff has been, you know, there, a lot of the spectacles there. But the part where I'm just you know. I like Black Panther. He's one of my favorite characters. I have shirts and stuff, whatnot. I remember seeing the first movie, and it was just well done. Even the uh, the editing, and even, you know, even the spectacle and the story and stuff like that. But in this particular one, Wakanda Forever, I just thought there was too much going, trying to develop. You know, like with the, it's like you do learn about one thing, and then they have to break off of that story to explain a whole other thing, and then go under the water and look at whole Talakhan or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, you know, Atlanteans. I don't know. Tolokan, Pukaki Gan. Yeah, I think we ordered that tonight. By the way, Rathakan. Oh man, I thought they kept calling him Nemo. To be honest with you, I kept when they kept saying his name. I I kept hearing Nemo. Oh, I was like, I know that's not right, but it's like that's what I heard. But okay, Namor, yeah. But um, yeah, I just thought there was just too much going on that they tried to squish into one little movie where it didn't really make a cohesive storyline per se, but it added to the spectacle of it all, you know? So did I, I mean, I didn't hate the movie. I didn't loathe it for sure, but I sure didn't love it. And I don't know, I guess maybe I'm with E. I'm kind of like it, but I'm not really, I don't know. I'm, I'm in between. I'm, if, I, if, it's, if I was in Spanish class, I'd say a C, a C. Mas o menos. <laughs> Eli and I, after we saw it, we kind of were asking each other questions, and I, th- I thought he came up with one was a, it's a pretty good uh, litmus, litmus test for how you feel about this movie, and that's to say, did you like this movie better than you liked, say, Thor, God of Love and Thunder? Well, I know it was definitely better than Multiverse mm. of Madness for me. Okay. So but, I enjoyed it better than that, but let me think. Yeah, I would say definitely liked it more than, because mm-hmm. I really liked God of Thunder until we started talking about it, and I was like... I don't think I like that movie. <laughs> well, it was it was more comedy for sure. Mm-hmm. In Thor: Love and Thunder, yeah. Well, there's a follow up question. Yeah. All right. So, did you like God? Uh, like, if you if you if you had to just give your gut reaction of what which you like better? Oh, between jo- just those two? Yeah. God, they're both kind of equal for me. Shang Chi. I like Shang Chi better than you like Shang Chi better. Those, yeah. Okay, Love and Thunder. My only issue with Shang Chi is they haven't addressed anything that's happened there, in any of the other movies in Phase Four. Like, there's nothing to link it to other than Wang. 
But even though with Wang, he was showing up in all the bunch of different MCU stuff that's been happening the past couple of years, none of that stuff intertwined. You mean Wong? Wong. Wang, <laughs> I'm thinking Big Trouble Little China. I'm sorry. Hey, Wang's in Big Trouble Little China. Wong. Wong. Yeah, with Madison. Yeah. Okay. I'm sitting here like, Wang. Wang. Oh, oh. And that's, uh, it caught what you meant. Well, anyway, the, the follow-up question of that is like, because you know, I sat there, he asked me the same question and said, uh, I think I like this movie better than I like I Love and Thunder. He's like, I agreed. But, if you had to watch one of them again, which one would you watch? God of Love and Th- uh, Thor, or would you watch Wakanda Forever? And I was like, ooh, probably Thor. Yeah, probably Thor. Mm-hmm. Because I laugh more. Even though I liked this one better, I don't know that I never even I, I, that I ever need to see this again. This feels like a you know like a, it was a grieving process that I don't want to have to ever revisit. It's like this was an exorcism of feelings <laughs> and i don't want to go back there like the, uh, like I, I i felt like i felt when like when when chadwick boseman died and it was like it was a huge bummer and we all talked about it we did a whole thing on the show uh we even talked about it later on when they were talking about recasting and we all were i, I think we, most of us were in favor of it if not all uh, of recasting i think that's a decision we'll probably discuss later on as to how that affected this movie but looking back on it yeah it it feels like it's such a sullen movie and it's it's, it's a it's a goodbye and then you you go through it all over again everything that you felt before it's like now you're reliving this mm-hmm. like it, it's as if chadwick just died yesterday mm, yeah i could see that for sure yeah i could i could i could relate to that for sure i mean i think i'd still rather see this movie again but i understand exactly what you're saying i mean it would have to be like i'm in the mood to to be bummed out right now yeah. i'll watch this yeah yeah I, and i think I, every time Danny says English patient, I, I still crack up. But it's that's so it's so true and so poignant because yeah, they and everything was shot like really well as far as the movie was done and slow motion and like all like so I mean you could tell they put a lot of money into Colors, the production. Yeah. That's a spectacle thing I, mean, I was referencing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I'm glad it didn't go cheap on that. But yeah, yeah. At the same time, it was just not. It's a. It's like a good drama movie but it's just not a super it just doesn't feel like a superhero movie it it just it just has the tone of okay we, we've got the we've got the funeral totally get that but then everything else is about cultures and histories and how this happened and who was this person and and then like you said it's just this big smorgasbord of people that you're just like all right i don't even see how they all mesh together and then there's still more depression, like, like slapped on top of it, like this big, like wave of icing, just over this cake of ingredients that you don't know how it would even taste, you know, without that icing. And and that's the other thing is like if if you take, there's no disrespect to Chadwick Boseman at all, but it's just if you take that element out, like what kind of movie do you have? I didn't mean to say what kind of. But uh, what you know, kind of movie? What kind of movie <laughs> do you have here? Uh, and, and, and I guess that and that's the thing. I mean, if you don't have that, like that powerful presence being done with it, what do you what do you have here? Because if this is, and we were talking, this might be the the last Phase Four movie, right? I guess I don't even know. I have no idea. But this is a big one. This is a big one that they would have used to anchor yeah. Yeah. the the Phase Four, and and it really. It's a good homage to Chadwick Boseman, no doubt about that. Uh, absolutely respectful in that instance, but not much of an anchor to say 
that brought me over the finish line to the next phase. It doesn't do anything to make you want to revisit Wakanda again. I, I, I'll say that for me. I mean, I, I can like y'all talking about how the music, the movie is beautifully shot, and I think it is for the most part. But I mean, Wakanda felt smaller this time around to me. It didn't feel like this. In fact, I felt like we explored Wakanda more in the last one. So for a movie called Wakanda Forever, I really kind of felt like we'd kind of get into some of the places in Wakanda that we haven't visited up until this moment. And, and no, it didn't happen. Felt like we kind of visited the same places, if not less. That's fair. Well, similar place underwater, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah. Well. Yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I hmm, yeah. You know, it's, I think what Kevin said says it best. Is like yeah, there's uh, a lot of supporting characters that are, for whatever reason, they felt like overusing. It's like they wanted this to be an ensemble movie. They didn't want this movie to have a lead. In fact, I think you can argue that the first half of this movie belonged to the queen. And then the second half of the movie belonged to Shuri. And in between there, there's various supporting characters who are stuck S- in. Yeah, sprinkled in, yeah. Because it's called Wakanda Forever. So we're going to visit all the characters in, that you know and love from Wakanda. And because of that, some of them are overused. Some of them get shortchanged. I, th- I felt like M'Baku got very shortchanged. He's one of the strongest characters in there. One of the most likable characters from the last one. Memorable for sure. Yes. And barely spend any time with him. Yeah, oh, no, you're no absolutely effect. right. Uh, I, I I agree with that. that I, I felt like it was trying to be an ensemble film, but you know when they first did an ensemble film in the whole MCU, you already had introductions to each of those characters. You know, so if, if they were following kind of what they did with Phase One, Two, and stuff like that, you know, you would have had a Riri Williams movie. Uh, you would have had some kind of Neymar thing. Namor. 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 They did some weird, like some people calling him Namor, some people calling him Namor. Because he says Namor. 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 Yeah, no. Namor. No, I love me. Namor. This was, I'll tell you another thing about just uh, This was not the Submariner that I knew from the comics. I'll tell you that. Wish you there. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just wanted to say that. As we're sitting here bitching about his name, like I I don't know how to say it. Yeah, this is not the guy that I thought we were going to say. So like a lot of the cartoons, I'm more familiar with a tuna than like Namor. Because a a tuna was more prominently, as far as Atlanteans go and stuff, was more prominently like... He's the bad guy. He's the big bad. And he always the one that was like aggravating... Captain America and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so to see him as like the side character anymore, which I understand, I I had to do some research because I couldn't wrap my head around. It was kind of like when they had the different Ant Men with with Scott and then Scott Lang versus uh, what I know to you know Hank Pym, what yeah. I know to mm-hmm. be kind of messes with my head. So I had to research that and I kind of understood what was going on. But yeah, it's it's um I I think there's just too much squeeze into this where the story just got really disjointed. I don't think it flowed as well as the first movie. Not even close. You know. No. I mean, like I said, it's all it's all spectacle. It was joyless. It was it was absolutely joyless. Like name the fun part. What was the, what was the part where you laughed out loud? What was the part where you're like, oh my god, that was that when that scene happened, I was like, yeah. There was no cheering in the theater that we. That when we went though, no. and we went on opening like not the night but the next, the night. next night. Yeah, late. And uh, yeah, but I mean, the theater was. Decently mostly packed. filled. I mean, yeah. there was empty seats. Younger people did younger not, so. people. There was one part because that was the thing. You do this ensemble movie, and as a result, the Black Panther doesn't actually show up until like the last third of the movie. And finally, when they're like, you could tell that they're going to make the Black Panther come back. One dude in the audience goes, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it happened." And you could almost see the entire audience kind of turn back to look over, and I'm like. 
Really? <laughs> There's 30 minutes left. If the Black Panther doesn't show up by now, we're going to go get our money back. <laughs> Just call it Wakanda forever. Leave Black Panther. There better be a Black... Come on, man. That, yes, that would have made more sense. <laughs> they took Black Panther off of it to say Wakanda forever. But yeah, yeah. I think there was uh, a couple of parts where I, I liked... Uh, I think like the Riri part, she would say something that I would have a good... I like, I like Riri, yeah. Oh, I yeah. hated Riri. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mind Riri. Riri was, to me, was the worst part of this movie. Yeah, well, once she, as the person, I was like, ah, that's cool. But yeah, once she evolved, so to speak, that was kind of like, well, She a was little, more like the buffoon kind of it's a little broke. It was a little this broke. movie. She wasn't really done up, like, to be, like, Tony Stark's replacement. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even, I wasn't even, like I said, in, in previous shows, when we do this, I'm like, I'm not even a purist about this stuff anymore. I, I just, I know, and I think that rings through my head every time I watch these things. Is you, I, you, you were like a little angel on my shoulder saying, "You can't be a purist. Can't stuff, be a purist. Got to let it go." Yeah. My problem with Riri has really nothing to do with the actress or her portrayal of it, or it, it had to do with her complete unnecessary involvement in this movie whatsoever. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. there was no reason to have her. They, they, but yet they based the entire plot on her. And well, I'm sure we'll get into this in the spoiler section. The plot made no sense because of it, and Riri was really the the biggest part of that. It, it, I felt like she had more like the what was her name, America Chavez role ish, but mm-hmm. not le- much less involved. Much less much involved, involved, but at the same point in time, the entire linchpin of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, but. At the same time, I mean, you you just can't shake like as you're watching it. Why is she here? Why do we keep going back to her? Why are we not moving on? Why is the Black Panther not getting involved? And it's like it's somewhere in the back of your mind. You're like Disney's made a decision to introduce her here, so that way this oh, yeah, when coming, yeah. this stuff later, yeah, yeah for her TV show Ironheart, yeah, yeah, which is you know I don't need a commercial. You know, I don't need to. I don't need to pay however much money for a two and a half hour commercial. Well, that's what they think know? synergy is now, right? You introduce it, and that's it. It's, there's no longer like a, a blending of stories. It's like you pop this character and make a face so people know who it is, and then you move on. Like product placement now. Yeah, they just but like the final battle. Let's say right. No, no, no details of. But I like that is the worst area to have a battle. Of that magnitude, mm-hmm. <laughs> you think? <laughs> uh, like mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. you know, I was like, that's that's just terrible. Uh, and then uh, talk about giving the other team, team the advantage, huge, <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. I mean, and and then the uh, the battle between the the antagonist and the protagonist was was it was interesting. I think there was a, it was a cool it was a cool style too. But then there was this one part which I know we'll get to specifically where I'm like. All right, no, like you know, if if that's if that's how it's gonna go down, make it go down how it's supposed to. Though, I felt cheated on the on the final uh, conflict. I think if it went another way, between I the think, two mains, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think that if that had gone in a very specific way, that you know you'd have been like, well, it took us a while to get to the black panel, but ooh, okay, like. This was a little little scary. Okay, uh, let's see where you take me. But uh, as as it was, yeah, it, the, the, even the payoff, like I said earlier, even the payoff took forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, we, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, when it came to, to Riri, like, that was one of the things I asked Eli. It's like, does she have anything to do with Black Panther and Wakanda in the comics? Like, I thought she was more of a, a, a Tony Stark kind of disciple. And w- what is the connection? And, and he was like, 
Yeah, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> there is no connection between her and Wakanda. And I said the same thing about Namor. I was like, I don't remember any stories involving the Wakandans and, and the Submariner and all the Atlanteans. They call them something else here because I, I guess... I have no idea why they Likeness or whatever. Else, yeah. Yeah, like, property state. property rights, whatever the hell. It, I, I don't know. You would think, but Disney's almost bought it all up by now, but apparently not. But yeah, and in both situations, like, yeah, neither one of them have anything to do with Black Panther. No, I associate the Atlanteans more with like Captain America and the gang. Yeah, versus that's know, exactly Wakanda's, what he said. You know? Fantastic Four. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Yeah, those mm-hmm. guys too. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. They're always popping out of water and wreaking havoc. And yeah, because they more wanted uh, Sue Storm. He always wanted to take her and, and bring her back down to Atlantis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Make her the queen. Show you my, wa- my water cabin. Yeah, get it wet. <laughs> Let's have some sea monkey. <laughs> Make some sea fish. Yeah, you know buffet. But uh, yeah, other than that, those two characters they don't meet they they don't they don't relate to each other and i mean i'm fine with the explanation that they gave it was a little still a little hokey but uh with the vibranium and the, the two the meteors and all yeah, that stuff like, like a convenient yeah uh, it was thing. just it was just like yeah we know you're right that. you know and i was like okay you know what fine like just get me through the mo- like at this point when they start to introduce that like okay get me through the movie maybe we get to an action beat and we're not we've seen like a very depressing like you know funeral scene so maybe you're taking me somewhere where i'm gonna feel intimidated but i i was never intimidated by namor at all i was not a fan i wasn't really a big fan of namor he was kind of boring as 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 a villain to me like just not interesting at all i i didn't find his character it was kind of whiny to me like Hmm. like they didn't love me, so they called me the child without love. My enemies, they labeled me. And it's like, what enemies? No one knows you exist. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you walked out of the water to bury your mama one time, and an old man called you something, and apparently that hurt stayed with you <laughs> for all these years? Really? I mean, man, I, I, every single time I caught him, I'm like, why has that dude got bright green boogers hanging out of his nose? <laughs> And it would be like he would turn. Oh, it's there's a bone, <laughs> and it, it, that was so irritating to me. I hated that I, that stupid bone in his nose. It was a little much. The look was just not the Submariner. It no. just didn't resonate. And I get it. You can't just have a guy walking around in his drawers, right? <laughs> but something, something beyond. Well, that. you can. I mean, they've had other versions of the. Submariner. I couldn't even understand him sometimes. Like there were times where he's delivering dialogue and i was like what did he say like the, the, the accent was very 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 thick very thick and it was it was hard to understand him at times it's not trying to be a dick i, I just i literally I, I didn't catch some of his dialogue at points no like if you think about it towards the end of it to your point the the mora uh she goes ahead and she's asking him some question and then he starts to talk and then you see it they subtitle it mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because whether he's in the native tongue or he's talking, you do need subtitles when the, he goes and goes through. But I mean, he was no killmonger. I mean, no. you know, I mean, no, definitely not. This dude looked like I ain't gonna lie. This dude looked like he came out of a jewelry shop or a bar somewhere and was eating, and then someone said, "Hey, man, somebody called you," and he just like walked out the water. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, like he, Luca's cousin. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he just he just lacked charisma. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't intimidated at all. Like Aquaman, just look at Jason Momoa. Yeah, dude, there it is, right there. Boom, you, you buy it, you buy it. Look, and even though that Aquaman looks nothing like the Aquaman from the comics, True. you're like, I, I can get behind this. I can buy this. Mm-hmm. You and every other housewife in the fa- in the world. <laughs> yeah. Behind, uh, yeah. Jason Momoa. Yeah, I do. You know, the more we talk, the more it just seems like we didn't like it. And it's not like we didn't like it because it was a bad film. We didn't like it because this was not worthy of the Black Panther. And and I think that's really what it comes to. It wasn't a bad film. It just This is not worthy of, of what this franchise could have been. This is like, this not only might have been like the death of, 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 of the Black Panther franchise. This might have been the death of Marvel for me. Where it's like, I don't know what they're doing over there anymore. I just don't have faith in the people who are running this. We talked about it on the show. We knew when they decided to make the decision not to recast T'Challa that they were playing with fire and that this was probably... They, they were risking an incredibly successful franchise, a, 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 a character that meant so much to so many people. And having seen what they did with it, I'd be interested to see if anyone would go see a Wakanda 3 with these exact same characters in place without a new T'Challa. T'Challa, yeah, the, it, popping up. I'd be curious to see how this would work out. But, well, never mind. <laughs> I, I was going to say that I was going to do it, but it might spoil things. Mm. <laughs> but without a new T'Challa. Well, speaking of spoiling <laughs> things. Spoiling things, here we go. Here's the spoilers, gang. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, speaking of spoilers, the back piggyback of what Danny just said. Apparently, uh, your boy got down and got little, busy. Little, little T'Challa, and you find this out in the mid credit scene. But yeah, there's a little T'Challa running around in Haiti. I mean, her and uh, oh, what's her name? Nakia. Nakia. Yeah. Nakia. Talk about stealth. Did you dishes. freeze? No, I did not freeze. Hi. Did you freeze your spunk. <laughs> he froze. He froze. froze like a deer. It <laughs> <laughs> was that good. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> baby, yes, baby, yeah, yeah. T'Challa, baby, Toussaint, to baby, Toussaint is little, my Haitian name, vibranium baby. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wait, yeah. no way, you met, you, you related Alan Toussaint, Toussaint from New Orleans. Oh, no, different Toussaint. Yeah, he's a cute kid. Yeah, yeah, that's he's a cute kid, and uh, he's a uh, apparently T- T'Challa Junior. Or a second, I don't know. They never really specify, but I, I don't, maybe in what kind of culture you can just name a kid without. Uh, specifying exactly where the paper's at. Yeah, he's got, they got a son. Here comes uh, Junior Avengers. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Young Avengers. Here it is. It'll start all over again. So in ten more years, you might get your T'Challa, guys. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. the if the franchise lasts that long, though, to your to your phase point, ten, phase ten. I mean, they don't really know what to do. I think with with that with that particular franchise, with giving them an opponent. I mean, they again, they just use it as a launch point. You know, for you know, uh, Ironheart, you know, Thunderbolts or, you know, um, maybe a T'Challa. You know, like, you know, just all of these like loose, what would you call loose storylines and loose story plots that you don't know if they're going to go a- anywhere. Meanwhile, what's actually at hand didn't really have anything uh, solid to it. I mean, that's the that's the thing that killed it. Well, we talked about this uh, the other night and, and that's that. Um even like the the Black Panther franchise really has one big pendulum 
dangling over it, over its neck, and and that's the fact that Black Panther does not really have a, a, a rogues gallery that is anything worth a damn. Like he doesn't oh, really? have great villains no, okay. at all. Killmonger, they they made Killmonger. Killmonger, he was he wasn't that guy in the comics. No, he, okay. I mean, he was he was nobody. I'd, I'd never even heard of him when we watched this. Uh, when we watched the first one. Now they're just transplanting villains to come over because. They really don't. There, there's not a huge rose gallery to choose from to begin with. Well, he probably works in if they did approach more. Like I remember the cartoon series Avengers Assembled. They did the whole Secret Wars storyline, and so you know, one point Black Panther and Captain Marvel were leading the crew because the other guys got trapped somewhere in time. Kang sent them away, and so it's like a new set of Avengers were fighting this war and looking forward to getting him back. Uh, I feel like in that kind of instance, if they would have taken it that way, they could have at least resurrected this thing. Yeah. But they would have had to replace uh, T'Challa. But sure. the problem is, too, is they, they also add that level of politic. Like you like you said, um, you know, the... the, the that was a cool the colonizers. We're <laughs> gonna get the vibranium. Yes, you know. Uh, here are your here are your soldiers. Here we were nice to them and didn't kill them. You Kneel know? before me. Kneel before Zod. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that that was a that was a cool scene. Though they they captured it as the country and everything, but they don't trust anyone. Was what you know is my point. So even then, that's one of the main things about uh, the superhero uh, motif is even if you don't if you don't like the people you save, you save them anyway. Well, in this case, you have a whole country that'll turn against you if you try to help someone outside of it because they feel justified to say, nobody likes us. They only like our vibranium. So you still limit what they, the, the level of what that character can do and what he or she uh, can be exposed to for that rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. It reminds me, of, I've been watching Luke Cage on the, the Netflix stuff, and there's at one point he says, you know, you know he saves the enemy's aunt. You know, a Bushmaster's aunt. And oh, he's wow. like, you know, and, and they're talking. Is like, uh, yeah, you know, I can't let you kill Mariah. Mariah's the other big bad in, the, in that series. If you haven't watched it, and he's like, yeah, but you know, I guess I'm still the good guy. You know, so I can't <laughs> let you do that. I can't let you. Uh, I can't let you beat him up. So when we said spoilers, we meant spoilers for Luke Cage, guys. <laughs> yes, yeah, we're talking about Luke Cage, yeah, because yeah. that's what I've been watching, yeah, and so spoilers. much better, yeah. There's your role model. <laughs> Luke Cage. He getting it all. Getting yeah, you're right. I mean, they could have had, you know what, though? Here's one thing I would have I would have thought that would have been interesting to do if they'd have had all these different characters that at some point got to try to be the Black Panther. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought that would have been neat. Like like the Bob would have went in there. She'd have got a shot at it. You know. Uh, oh, I don't fit into this too well. But she's built. Like she was like when Angel he shot, yeah, and he shot the hand of her was pretty majestic. Oh yeah, no, she rocks. Yeah, and then yeah, that's I mean, Angela Bass. I didn't expect her to, to to die. Right? Yeah, I, oh damn, I know, yeah, huh? Yeah, but that was like y'all like, not killing off Mama. She's swimming. She's all uh, in there. I mean, she was very heroic. If she wouldn't have taken off her headdress, I'd be like, what is she? 34, 35? I know. Huh? <laughs> Once you saw the gray hair, you're like. Oh, okay. She's a uh, older. She's an older lady. Yeah, yeah. reminds me like Claire Huxtable's mom. She had that right old here. school horror thing going. Yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Oh man, I can't. I can't believe they did that. I can't. That's yes. That that's the other thing. That's why I said at the very beginning is depression forever. Because we've already we established we have a guy that's dead. You got to kill the mom too. Like I mean, we don't. 
I don't know. I didn't think that was really necessary. Well, that's when you go from depression and grief and and, and sorrow and all that, and you're like, okay, we're, let's get out of this. We're getting into the action, and then boom, you go straight into vengeance, and that's when the whole tone of the movie shifts towards that now, which is you know, again, you feel sorrow immediately. You see, in the, like, all, there's this, right after she dies, you see them all in the white funeral gear again. I'm like, I turn to Eli, I'm like, we walked in on this part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we're doing this again already. Same movie. <laughs> She's wearing the same dress. No, and so kidding. you go through the same thing, and then boom, straighten it. But instead of wallowing in the grief as long as you did with T'Challa, now you're you're wallowing in the vengeance aspect of things. Yeah, you know that's the point. When that happened, that's the point when I figured they're going to make Shuri Black Panther. Yeah, well, I knew that just from watching the trailer. Sarah, like, yeah, yeah the, we it, all. It was like they tried to hide it at one point in time, but finally they were like, maybe people weren't responding as well, and they're like, no, we need to show them there's a Black Panther in here. And so they they gave you a full look and well, let's just say Black Panther had titties. Yeah, you know, so you well, knew. Yeah, so you figured it was going to be a female. So you knew it was a female, and you were pretty sure it was going to be Shuri. I don't remember if they showed her doing it, but you were pretty sure that's who it was going to be. Yeah. yeah, I was just, I don't know. I, I was I was hoping it would be somebody different than the obvious. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. I, I wouldn't have been minded if Nakia became it. Okoye had to be fired with oh, that. Oh, Okoye would have been great. Yeah, I thought, you know, at one point I thought she would be after she got fired. Like, I thought somehow there she was going to work it and she become the Black Panther or something. I don't know. It makes sense because in Black Panther isn't necessarily, you know, the idea is that it's the best warrior because that's how you decide who is the Black Panther is that there's a yeah, challenge. Yeah, you could challenge them, right? If you're a right. better person, you're a better warrior, you could beat them and you could, you could become the Black Panther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a bloodline thing. So when Shuri's powers are taken away, tell me anybody who's going to buy in a year's time if Umbaku decides to challenge for the throne that Shuri, without her powers, having spent her entire time in a lab designing equipment, going to schools, studying, is going to beat the hell out of Umbaku. And she got to fight him topless. Like, <laughs> oh, Lord of mercy. Uh, okay, I'm okay with that. Well, that might yeah. work to her advantage. He might be distracted. <laughs> you might have just sold tickets to Wakanda 3. Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> It's not but battle scenes. That's all. It's in there. Black Panther, drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is also too, like Danny was saying, you know, they they strip <laughs> the powers away from Shuri. Yes, and but she can't. You know, she's she builds weapons and stuff, and she can't use that in that combat. That's against apparently against tradition. You use like a shield. And a sword of some sort. Yeah, some kind of spear. spear like yeah. a short spear. Yeah, oh, and that's yeah. it. That's all you get in the water. And you've seen Shuri. Like, it's it's not like Shuri's above combat. It's just it's not her forte. And when she does engage, she's engaging with these, implements. Yeah. yeah, these implements that she's yeah. created because that's what she does. She designs weapons yeah. or suits or whatever. Uh, without all that stuff, I, I don't know how Shuri's supposed to last. I mean, exactly. I'm sure she can fight. I'm sure at some point she was... I'm sure she can hold her Her and own. her brother were trained, and she, she'd but be fine, but I don't think... Against a member of the Dora Milaje or against a oh, member of the Oh, definitely not against Mbaku, yeah. if you saw at the end of the movie. Sure. Mbaku's like, yeah, I challenge for the throne. I mean, I was like, what is that about? Is that a joke? That like, was out of nowhere. Right? I have no idea why that was. The Black Panther's not here, but I challenge for the throne, and there's no smile or anything like that. It's just like... What does that mean? There's a mean? bunch of people nodding, if you remember. They, they yeah. cut away to the audience. They're all like, yeah. You know, I, I was like, what? 
I, I didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't get, get it that at all. I don't know. You could be the king and then she'll be the protector. I thought they were going to go for it. It's like, oh, snap. Here we go. I would have taken him as the Black Panther, but yeah, I kind of want to. That's what I told Eli. I was like, that's what I was hoping would happen is that Sherry would become the Black Panther. But then at one point in time, you would find out that so many other people had ingested the heart. And so when you look around and, and that would have been better than seeing Okoye and the other girl in these manga samurai suits. Oh, Midnight Angel. Oh, that they were running around. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. what the hell is this about? Why are we doing this? Is that in the comics? The that, Angel it actually is, but it's like a like new, new, new stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. There's okay. actually a there's a as a Black Panther. It's like Volume Eight. So I mean, it's it's fairly recent, but uh, huh, yeah, okay. It's like the best of the best, but it's it's still it looks even weirder in the comic books than it does on screen. Re- That's hard to believe. I'm, I'm that curious. looks so out of place. It doesn't it, it looks like it's look it looks like if somebody had like a like a gas mask on without the it's without the pieces actually protrude out, but it was like just in. Mm-hmm. Well Nikita's had yeah. dreads if he's noticed. It looks like a weird voodoo doll or something. It doesn't it doesn't look right. No, it, it didn't look right in the in the in the movie. In the it looked yeah. terrible in the movie. It just looked out of place, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. All right. So, can we talk about the big battle on the ship? <laughs> the big bulbous ship that like was only so one, like, terrible. It, it looks like that. You know, a water version of the uh, the the what's it? The Houtini in Star Wars. Those guys. <laughs> uh, oh, Jawas. Jawas. Yeah, it looked like a big Jawa ship, but like on water. Yeah, because if you're gonna fight. <laughs> An army that is in the water. Where do you want to find them at? The water. Oh, the water. I'm, yes. I'm pretty sure Sun Tzu <laughs> said that in the Art of War. <laughs> <laughs> Fight enemy on strongest parts. Like when Sherry's like, I'm gonna let. Let me bring this dude to the desert and fight him there. I'm like, yeah, maybe start the fight closer near the desert. You yeah. might have an, a better opportunity. Don't know. Just it's like, why did they take the boat and take while she was flying in the ship? Why didn't take the, the boats? I'll go in the desert. That's why I thought they were going to do that. You know? Yeah. Once you get them after you, hightail to the desert. No, it would have made sense. Ironheart, my God, that looked terrible. It looked. Oh, her, or her, her suit through her, the fire. That suit, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, that looked very bulbous. That it, suit killed It me. looked like Eve from Wally grew up. And got a paint job. And it mixed with Baymax in his suit. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. If, if Eve and Baymax got it on. That's what you would have. That that would be the result. Yeah, it didn't even. It did not look right. No, it, it did not. Does it look different in comics? Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I showed Danny the, the the design in the comics. We'll look it up. I asked him the exact yeah. same question. I was like, I thought it was more Iron, Man, and he showed me. And he, yeah, it's exactly no. It's, it's more Iron Man in the comics. Oh, yeah. it's more Iron Man esque. You yeah, know, the sure armor, is. the color scheme, that it's it's more like that. Um, more shapely. Yes, this wasn't, this didn't look right. It looked like a weird, you know, Metroid. Remember the Samus yeah, from Metroid? Yeah, Samson, like a, yeah, yeah, a little weird thing. But that whole boat scene, I I think, I just think, and then they had the water grenades, which I know we talked about. Yeah. That. I just don't brokest weapon in, in history. I mean, if you got somebody that ain't bathed in a while, I think that's the most effective use of that weapon you could have. But, you're on a boat in the water. You throw a grenade made of water. But it, 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 it exponentially expands as it explodes, if you notice. Yes. It's yeah. like a little orb, and then all of a sudden it's like, water. 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 Everywhere. Everywhere. Like, like like from Typhoon Lagoon. It's water. Just all the water. <laughs> it's like, how is that even scientifically possible? No, th- those grenades must have a lot of pressure. I guess so. <laughs> you know, to Hard compress water? Those, yeah, to compress those 
Water mommy, and now I'm getting into physics. Well, it? no, but that would solve a lot of countries' problems. <laughs> They're having trouble with water. Like uh, transportation. Uh, yes, there you go. Boom. Transport a water lot bombs. of water. Yeah. You know, see one one water bomb a month. Mm-hmm. You're the third world country. Yeah. It could, it could <laughs> act, well, you know, irrigate your lands with that one bomb. Ethiopia, we're coming for you. you water bombs, it. baby. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> gets one. Yeah, they they sh- see your boy Kukla Car. They shoot it out of a C-130. It looks like a little, uh, you know, the flares. <laughs> no, like man. Dude, you got one of those, like, cannons that they do at the at the at the Sports NBA game. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, the air cannon the thing. <laughs> Who wants the water? <laughs> Stand Woo! up in the crowd, you back there. You get a t-shirt. You get, hey, you get wet. People getting hit. You're like Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> a tuna hit him up there. <laughs> a tuna. Oh, a tuna. This was a side character. A man. tuna right matata. Yeah. <laughs> what a what wonderful name. character. Oh my uh, goodness. I like the tuna. I don't. I don't know what to think with them making everybody blue either because I don't. You know, with Avatar coming out. Oh, that was advertisement for Avatar. Yeah, I I, I, I bet you James Cameron's pissed. He's like, dude, really, really, y'all didn't know I have a movie about blue people in the water that I've been working on for like fifteen years. Y'all gonna come up with this right before? Yeah, they're gonna be like, wow, man. Avatar completely stole this from, from uh, Wakanda uh, Forever. Yeah, everybody's like, "What?" I yeah. bet you James is pissed. It should. I mean, but it's like, man, you couldn't have come up with any more intimidating-looking henchmen than this. I mean, I, I just, I never. Again, they never felt them as a threat. And I didn't understand what was the point in fighting them because, like, remember, you stab them, they like they're okay. They come they back just, to life. They yeah. just run around and stuff. Like, well, so does Shuri apparently. Well, yeah. Yeah, I okay. don't know who's approving creative decisions over at oh. Disney, but they are, they clearly seem to believe that a spear or lightsaber through the stomach the is time. merely a flesh wound. Not a problem if you're skinny. Well, you know, no. it, it it skirts around the organs and just makes a clean yeah. cut. Yeah, clean every exit, time. As long as it goes straight through the belly button, there is nothing behind there. <laughs> <laughs> straight through the belly button. <laughs> There's nothing behind there whatsoever to hit of any importance. Oh no, absolutely at all. not. Let alone the spinal cord <laughs> and being able to walk right. But she's that. very but, petite, yeah. though, Dan. She's very petite. Mm. Yeah, so you can't really miss it. So I was, I was watching some uh, videos in preparation for this. Just, I was getting some ideas of what people were thinking. You know, somebody addressed that particular issue, and it's like, yeah, well, who knows? You know, maybe sure you had, you know, but you know, the beads can heal things and stuff. And you know, maybe she had some on herself or the earrings and just did it. I'm like, man, that's assuming a lot. Dude. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's said, communication to beads. Yeah. One, uh, well, they, they they shove things like I've seen it where they people get injured. They take the beads and shove them in, take a bead and shove it in the wound, and it's like here they did that to Ross. I think in the first movie, yeah, if I remember correctly. So it's like communication, but it does a lot of stuff. Yes, it's much better than the water bombs because the water bombs just go boom. The beads like cure, and you can talk to people. You could probably watch TV on it if you're bored. You know, you know. I don't know. You can to order from Amazon. Yeah, you could you could get the the knockoff on Amazon. And, <laughs> Using any kind of charger with it, but um, yeah, I know. But I was watching that dude. See, you know, first of all, he seemed very positive about everything, but um, he's just trying to knock down these theories that other people are saying left and right. And I'm just like, man, that's assuming no. a lot. Dude. Yeah, that's that's You're assuming a lot. That's just making excuses for the movie when the movie should be able to explain something that they made a point to show she got stabbed in the stomach. They could at least make it a point of how she survived it that's important like we you know like shoot if you're watching rambo and he gets stabbed you're gonna watch him cauterize the wound so he doesn't bleed out so that way they don't insult your intelligence right. <laughs> you know yeah. it's, or the revenant or whatever it is like yeah, it, if, yeah. if you get 
messed up, you got to see how that person managed to not succumb to his injuries or her injuries in this case. And and no, you didn't see that. No. She just kind of winced a little bit, grabbed her gut, and limped on off. Well, you, mm-hmm. you even saw Kylo Ren have drug blood dripping we got to hit yeah. with the, with he the kept the, punching the, himself yeah yeah he kept punching himself trying to keep it from you know and he, from the from uh what's that uh chewy's gun the uh crossbow the crossbow yeah, yeah but, i mean but she didn't even do that she did a flip and landed superhero landing uh i was hoping she would <laughs> like color in it and just you know the grand inquisitor survived it reva survived it yeah. i mean <laughs> it just doesn't mean anything to get stabbed in the gut anymore and that's what's so odd about it is that it's such a repetitive thing lately it's like somebody over there is like you know what we've been pretending like getting stabbed in the gut is a bad thing we need to go the other way with this i don't get it uh, i it's it was really horribly done i'm like oh my god you're just taking um taking a cue from reservoir dogs you know it's like the stomach is the most painful place to get shot <laughs> people really die from it <laughs> i was hoping that like at that point in time like okay somebody else is going to show up in this moment and help but that's no, what i was wondering she yeah. just shakes it off and it's like nothing shake it off no i'm a strong person yeah she was uh, and she was fine at the end she she had not that said oh oh don't we, we don't hit me right there that like Nothing, nope. nothing else. But while you talk about that final conflict, just just in case for the sake of time, on oh, the boat, the boat, or the, when, the two, the two guys. No, when when when, when when yeah, when when Shuri has the Black Panthers fight Namor, and he's like standing there, he's trying to walk off, and she flips over after being stabbed, and she goes Wakanda forever, and then the exhaust from a spaceship. Oh yeah, how, that how, how goes that so fast that it, it it every time it goes, it goes speed of light. Yet. It doesn't cook this man completely. I nope. get it. You could be dehydrated, but if something lights you on fire, you burnt toast. That's, that's merely a sunburning. Merely a sunburn. I have merely lotion a... for that in Kukla Khan. <laughs> He's like, I'm from Mexico, fool. Yeah. <laughs> but I must have missed some. How did she set that off? Uh, she just tricked it. She said what kind of forever? She did kind of hit a chest and then it activated the ship. So she could have done that w- w- still impaled. I guess so. Uh, yeah, yeah, she could have. She could have stayed from right there. It wouldn't have been the same effect. She's lucky she didn't get caught on fire. I just thought that that whole ending was like well, she was in the suit. So, but if she had let, if I would have let that go, if she had did it and he got cooked and then he like you, you killed me and she was like yeah you know and <laughs> it would been like ouch I told you <laughs> you know I saw Killmonger mother you know <laughs> I'm hard now you know what I'm saying like you know he uh, gets hit and the only thing he says is ouch yeah he's like ooh ooh I need water ooh. I need water you ain't getting ooh. water now you getting cooked <laughs> peligro yeah you ain't nothing but hot salmon <laughs> now, should we touch on that that Killmonger scene what y'all think of that. Oh, that was cool. I I didn't expect him to be sitting there, but I thought that was kind of neat. I yeah. liked that they brought him back. It just felt so forced. I mean, it was. I guess if you had to introduce the vengeance aspect of it, that that's a good way to do it. Yeah, yeah. it was a good shock factor part. Though it was like you Whoa. asked for me. Yeah, you go ahead of your business. What's up, little cuz? <laughs> I'm like, I, I was watching. It, I'm like, really? Of all the people she could see there, like, I you you kind of knew they weren't going to do a CGI. Chadwick Boseman. I mean, you can't just be making this movie out of respect for this man and then recreate him with CGI. Although I did, I, I was pretty sure they weren't going to do it, but there was that scene where uh, the queen told Sherry, I sat down here and I felt depressed and all of a sudden I waited for it and I felt your brother's hand on my shoulder mm-hmm. and I knew he was with me and it made me feel better. 
And she's like, mother, that was just a construct of your mind or whatever she says. But then at the end, she's sitting there and she's kind of breathing in and her shoulder is in view. And I'm like, at some point, a hand's going to come down on that shoulder. And then maybe she just holds on to the arm and just kind of and, and it's just the black panther armor you never look up you never see his face or maybe you look up and they would have done cj that would have been something to kind of call back to what they did before and i'm like her brother's with her because i mean and that the idea is that when she went to see the ancestors that's who you're thinking like of course she's got if, if she, so she didn't believe and so yeah you don't expect yeah. To see her, yeah right yeah, okay you would you. expect that you know since this whole journey is about her brother that she would see her brother i mean but you think you should at least see her mother Oh, uh, the mother. She does. She just shows up at the end and like, show him who you are. And it's like, who you really are. Yeah, that's the character arc. That's like, both her and Namor just seem to change for no reason. Mm-hmm. But it she, was, I don't feel like her arc was developed well. It was. It was too disjunct to even connect it to like that. Like, I would have been okay with that. Because, you know, after the you know loss of a loved one and stuff, uh, to see how you, especially if they're in a position of power, to see how they deal with it, especially her, you know, the, the, the closest only sibling after having lost the dad, you know, and then I could, you know, that mom thing was just extra, but it, I wouldn't mind seeing that development and change. And it's like, you know, maybe I should accept this mantle and maybe that's too formulaic. I don't know, but I would have took that though. I would have, t- yeah, yeah, I would have t- taken that as well uh, too, you know, to see that struggle. She's like, I don't deserve to be the black Panther stuff. I shouldn't be doing this. You know, I'm the scientist. I, I that's what I do. I mean, I can see that be the way that the next movie goes, where she's been the Black Panther now, and she's like, you know what? Someone else should do this, and I can do this over here or whatever. I don't know. I I agree, Lee. I I do think, but there again, I just hope they get to a next movie, because Mm. I'm anxious to see how this movie does, box office-wise. I hope it does well. I hope they're able to get some, but I mean... uh, It was doing well, uh, as from last time. I mean, it was the number one opening, right? Right. Ever? I just don't see a whole lot of people who go to see this movie going back to see it again. Mm-hmm. I don't see a whole lot of repeat business for this. I don't ever want to see this movie ever again. Well, I'm going back. I mean, to take my family. I only went by myself, but mm-hmm. I know they want to see it. I'll give you my biggest problem with this movie was the plot. Riri Williams, again, very unnecessary character. So just to explain why it is that I have a problem with this, uh, the Atlanteans, Talacons, or whatever they call them, Shakacons, whatever. Shakacons. They realize that a uh, military operation has been held within the Atlantic Ocean or something like that that was using a machine that was meant to detect vibranium. And then they go to the Queen and Shuri and demand that they deliver the scientists to them that developed this machine so they can kill him slash her. So the thought process here being that once that scientist is killed, there's no longer for a, a way for humans to find a, a manner by which to create a machine that can detect a vibranium, which makes no sense whatsoever because you don't think the military who developed, they, they still have the blueprints, that they brought their own people in on it, that there were several people involved in the making this thing that now understand how a machine of this magnitude is supposed to work. Oh, I got the answer to that from that video guy, that super positive guy. Oh, good. Yeah, Let's he, hear it. He said, yeah, that, you know, you could, you could, and I think he's assuming a lot, but he says, yeah, he, maybe he, uh, the professor just sold the plans to the military but never gave him the blueprints. Okay, but then the military still had to build the machine. 
Oh, but uh, she used so many weird, weird, random parts lying around that uh, you know it was it was hard for the military to recreate it. But they still had to test it and put it together in a manner that would make it work. <laughs> and that's where he stopped. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. We're glad we fixed that uh, one. I had to throw that one out because that's another one of, uh, I was listening. I was like, man, get out of here. I mean, Riri even admits it, that she had no idea what the military was going to do with her design. So they clearly had people that were knowledgeable, figured out her process, and created a machine that could duplicate what it is that she said to, uh, to, to do. So it made no sense. Yeah. Kidnapping her wasn't going to stop them from making another machine. It made zero sense. But they made her the entire linchpin of the movie. But then they had her. They captured her and didn't do anything with her, right? They didn't try to like they didn't try to get any secrets from her. No, they're they wanting and dying the princess and they're like, you know, we'll just let her stay over here, but really we're gonna have to kill her at some point in time. But let us explain you why and show you around. Which uh, we're seeing Talokan and I'm just like, for a city born of vibranium, you'd think there'd be some kind of glow. This is just like I'm watching and I'm squinting to see the city because there's like it's hard to see. I think I saw huts like like thatched roof oh huts. you you asked me like what is that yeah and i'm like why would you need that roots thatched roof huts under the sea <laughs> like there's no sun <laughs> there's no light i could barely see what we're seeing underneath this thing i did see a pineapple <laughs> and and why were these people walking around with headdresses with feathers how many birds are there under the sea <laughs> i mean i know they're at hundreds and Hundreds of years ago, they used to live on the land, but I mean, you've been in the water for a while now. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, come on. You could wear seaweed. <laughs> you could wear that. I guess they didn't want him to look like Davy Jones's crew. I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even though they kind of did. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> did. They were. That's what they yeah. reminded me of, especially to do with the hammerhead shark looking oh, thing. Oh, that was a order. tuna. Oh, oh that, yeah, that's like yeah. That's, his, that's his head. That's me, dude. I was like, all right, here comes a tuna. Oh, tuna's such a side character right now. Yeah, they they. they that was that whole that whole setup was another piece of movie that they could have taken out. You know, yeah, I, I was waiting totally for uh, Namor to Namor Namor Namor's sister Namor. Right? No, I was gonna be like turn to Shuri and be like, "Girl, you so fine." <laughs> oh yeah, there's yeah. your drama. Yeah, stay down here with me. Look, in the I water. won't kill her, but damn, you fine, girl. Yeah, like maybe I could call off war if you would stay with me and peace. be my queen, Fred. like something like that. Although he probably said that we just didn't understand him. He gave yeah. her an outfit. I mean, he, oh, yeah, royalty yeah. wears good stuff down here. Yeah, here this, you go, baby. Well, here's a, here's another little. <laughs> here you go, baby. Here's another little thing. <laughs> so in the middle of all this, like uh, uh, Nikki and them, they break in to rescue. Shuri and one of the blue people get killed in the midst of this and then Shuri's like I can save her I can save her he's like let's go let's go no I can save her I can, this, Give me a beat. this I is can gonna start her. a war I get a beat no 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 we get there's no time for that let's get out of here and of course it starts a war <laughs> that leads to the queen dying and all that I mean it's like again a little bit a little more work a little yeah just such a wonky way to get to a, a, a war Made no sense. Made no sense to me whatsoever that 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 everyone's going to war over that. Yeah, it was a handmaid. Yeah, yeah it much. wasn't yeah. even like it wasn't like the arch duke friends. What the sister or, or yeah. that like yeah. that? Like yeah. drop a bead, move on. What the hell? It wouldn't have taken that long. Drop a bead, <laughs> <laughs> move on. Have the bead. They would have been like, oh, uh, Nemo, oh, she bitch. She tried to Kuka fix Kuka Khan or Ka- Shaka Talo Khan. Khan. You were so like. 
misreading these people because I was injured and she saved me. And you're like, hmm, maybe I should not go to war with these. I mean, his whole motivation was like, why is Wakanda their enemy? Like, it's like, yeah, either you go out and give us a scientist or we're going to war with you. Well, they got vibranium too. Like, clearly they've been responsible with it. Why are you making them their enemy? Like, why not just go get the scientist your goddamn self? Yeah. Yeah, and they could have. Apparently, they had to wait for the Wakandas to bring her to the bridge so they can finally get her. Mm. <laughs> Even though they couldn't just go to her college and, and get her herself. Oh, maybe that was yeah, too I mean, far inland. Yeah, was, wasn't the whole thing like they just would, then they would be discovered if they were to be on land. Like, they needed the Wakandas to go get them so that no one would find out that they existed. Well, as long as they wore clothes that didn't show they were blue, I think they were fine. <laughs> you mean what they did on the bridge wasn't like conspicuous enough right like namor could have literally walked out of the ocean walked right over there as long as he didn't show off his winged feet no one would have known anything otherwise they would just think he was into grunge uh <laughs> if he got gauges in his pointy little ears you know like no one would have thought twice about that <laughs> you wore <a> flat. <laughs> well no you just wear a baseball cap like right. all marvel superheroes do when exactly. they're incognito oh. or like spock in star trek 4 just put a headband around that oh, and then man. go walk right over there kill the girl move on everything's good and done why expose yourself to like you don't want to be known you just exposed yourself to an entire nation in wakanda none of it makes any sense and how are they learning all this do they have tv like do they have the internet in <laughs> underwater like how are they researching this yeah I had oh you point. remember when uh tony stark did that power thing underneath the ocean and one of the things they they tapped into that is that what the super positive guy yeah yeah no 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 i was just saying that's uh, i was i was just saying that because that's why tony's bill was so high every year high. <laughs> oh like, what wow what's going on oh they tap into my cable kind of thing they're stealing my cable atlanteans <laughs> 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 are tapping stealing his cable God, they didn't get all the good channels pepper's like damn it <laughs> we didn't even watch we weren't even here <laughs> why is our bill so high what the hell did this uh, girl steal it out of armor? Yeah, it's it, it's a lot. Once you dig into that that aspect of it, and you and you break away from the sentimentality of of, of Panther died, and and really, I get that they had to talk to the family about that, but couldn't he have gone out in the movie? I'm saying, not real life. I mean, you know, but couldn't they have done that in a little more of a I don't know a, a better way, like. Oh, you because don't like the undisclosed disease, and uh, I don't want to keep it to himself. I don't because it doesn't make sense in that they got beads that cure everything, and they got your DNA, and they can put on the screen and all this other stuff. You know, oh, now, but Killmonger kill, uh, burned all the plants, though. Oh, that's right. But yet they still have beads. But they can still recreate it. But, the, is, but the whole idea behind not recasting. The Black Panther was supposed to be, or T'Challa, as, as I guess, is supposed to be out of respect for Chadwick Boseman. But then you have this character die from this unknown illness that he ch willingly chose not to divulge to anyone that could have helped him until it was too late. To make it a point of saying in the movie, so basically, they're making it sound like T'Challa's death was his own fault. Right. And, and it cheapens his death and makes it sound... It, it makes him sound silly, and it's, it, it, how does that pay in homage to somebody by making the character sound like he died from his own pride, hubris, pride, or, yeah. or just you know whatever? Like he didn't trust his, his, his a woman to save him. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I, 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 it, it makes no sense. It would have been, yeah. but I, but I was gonna say like it would have made it would have been a, a a cooler twist if this was. Uh, because of some enemy, some enemy did this to him. Yes, and and then it's like, okay, well, 
this guy did this, I say, you know, I'd take Namor if I had to, but, you know, oh, this guy did this to my brother. Okay, now you get the piece. You know, like, yeah, totally makes sense now. Now I, I don't like whoever's doing this. You that know? would have been a, I mean, you would have been more, you know where you stand with Namor. It's a little more cathartic. If they, if they did it like that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, if they would have started a movie like that, holy crap. Now he's yeah. really a bad guy. Yeah. He's, re- you know, and, and you, and you, and you spared a queen, you know, because now, like, he's giving you a reason to go to war with him, but uh, the queen didn't have to die in order for that to happen. Right. I get why they had him die off screen because, I mean, who wanted to watch a CGI Black Panther or a guy in a Black Panther suit pretend to be T'Challa when we all know it's not him? Fair. Yeah, I, I get the idea of having him die off screen as opposed to some battle. I, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's no, it's, for, it's saying. a superhero still. It's it's still it a franchise, and you're not doing well to it. You know what? It's, it. like, it's like it's like when you watch the Rise of Skywalker. Every time you saw Princess Leia on screen, you knew the character was dead. It's like you see it, and you're like, oh, yeah. It's just a matter of time, isn't it? You know, like you know, you're like waiting for them to do their thing. Like you know, this is not like when you know it's already going to happen. It. it Something about it just seems wrong. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Well, I would have accepted, like, if you picture this in your mind's eye, like, I would accept it, like, you know, people ready morning. You, you shoot to clear shots of that, but in the, in the background, you see blurs of the panther fighting somebody. Oh. And you hear echoes, like, ah. And then maybe, like, you hear Shuri going, no. Something like that. That would have you know, worked. He, I he see fights that. in battle yeah. and whatnot, and then okay. you, you, you're, you the the fade, the faded stuff get goes away, and then you're at the funeral. That's no, I, I'm good with that. I, I'm sold with that. Yeah, I would have been totally cool with that. And then you hear like you see like just feathers, and like toward the end, <laughs> oh. you see, yeah, very, like slow motion though, slow motion feathers, and it just goes away, and you're like, what the hell is that? And then when you see your boy fly later in the movie, you're like, oh, is that, yeah. is that that motherfucker? Then they mm-hmm. play that, you know that. Magnanimous villain music that they I am no more. Da, 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 but it, it seems to me like they're maybe, but maybe there should have been like a third villain, like that was kind of manipulating these people to go to war. Like again, you don't need Riri in there. He's, she's the entire reason to go to war. But then they compromise for really no good reason whatsoever. Except I, I what uh, name Namor just thinks to himself like, okay, at some point in time, eventually years down the road, they'll need us. And in Sherry's mind, it's the print. Uh, the, the the queen just flashes to her in that moment. I, I felt like you kind of need like a third villain that was manipulating it like all. A Snoke. Yeah. Well, I don't know about a Snoke. <laughs> but I like, took a Doctor Doom or yes, something on that. that there was oh, something snap. happening behind the scenes that was manipulating these two nations into war. And, and and to to fighting one another, and then suddenly at the end they realize that they're both being played, and then that sets up a because that's one thing these uh, Phase Four movies, the connectivity between movies and Phase Four has been lacking completely. Oh, big time. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It was Modok. Modok. Modok could have done it all. It. That would have been great. Come it was intelligentsia. Uh, once they stopped hating women, <laughs> they started manipulating nations to battle. I mean, I would have accepted Kang doing something. For any of that? Yeah. Yeah, Kang. Fine, background. sure. Yeah, something happening. Something that, that, that was just tweaking things. Uh, I would have gone with that. And then when Namor fails, we can be like, fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the best that Puts on the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you now you're on it. Now you're like, okay, what that's creativity, do? guys. Look at that. We no, can make no. this movie. They could have just showed us that. We could just we just make our own cartoon version of Phase Four, how it should have went down. <laughs> <laughs> what if? Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> Namor falls in love with Shuri. It turns into a telenovela. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little baby with wigs on yeah. his feet. Yeah, right. I will say this. Uh, I've seen some people doing reviews. You were talking about your super positive guy earlier. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of super negative reviews about Holy this movie. Holy Moses, yes, indeed. And they are, they are turning this into personal politics and stuff like that. And look, you know, we called out the stuff that we saw in She-Hulk. Is there some element of wokeism to this movie? A little bit, but not to the extent that people are portraying this, in my opinion. No, I I, I don't. I, I agree. Th- I was listening to some of those things. I was like, good. What the hell is wrong with you guys? Yeah, this is that's conspiracy theory, yeah. you know, blown up and beyond. They, there's an agenda there. I can understand. And I think it was you who said it to me. It's like, man, as, as a young as well, a brother, yeah. I they took away my guy. They took away the, the hero as a brother that I got to look up to and I could see that I could see like, yeah, name another Marvel character that even comes close to T'Challa there. I mean, there isn't one you can go through the DC universe and go through the Marvel universe. You will not find a character like T'Challa and to have that taken away. All I right. mean, there's, there's oh, yeah, a big time. There's a lot of powerful characters, but nothing like T'Challa. And I mean, also knowing that, you know, if it, it, it comes to representation of a black, like, I would think this would be like, you know, taking Storm away from black women. Right. And, but because you know that the, the franchise, you only pretty much get one shot to kind of do this kind of stuff. You always vote with your dollars. That's what they And but so nobody does. Well, yeah. Yeah. Nobody does. And, and that's the thing is, yeah, it, it's going to be tough. Like, I mean, like say there's Blade, but I'm not really. They can't even get that off the ground, right? But I don't think no. of Blade as a oh man, that's that's my guy. I mean, like I like Wesley Snipes, but I don't feel I didn't feel like any pride heroism. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like what you want from here, and that is a fear. And I think it's a legitimate fear uh, to have that character be taken away because the first person that they had portray him, you know, passed away. But, and I know we talked about this before, that happens all the time. I mean, you wouldn't have Henry Cavill without Christopher Reeve. You know, uh, you, you have, you know, Heath Ledger, like we say, as, as the Joker. Yeah, and everyone said Jack Nicholson, like, you can't top that. What's the point of even trying? And then Heath Ledger came along and they said, well, that's it. That's done. No one will ever do the Joker like that again. And then Joaquin Phoenix came along and did it. And that's what ends up happening it's it's all it's never going to be the same portrayal it's always going to be something different like well i didn't see child being like that and see him going that way i always felt like i, I said that last time i felt like killmonger you could have gotten him to be the new t'challa in like some kind of alternate universe where you, uh, king um what's t'challa's daddy's name to uh, t'chaka where yeah. he dies early the brother takes over the throne and then killmonger becomes and in uh, you know and, oh yeah yeah and Absolutely, he knew he yeah. wanted yeah you he never killed done his that. brother yeah and then because we're doing multiverse stuff you could have had him taken over because i mean that's the thing it's like you said before it, Chadwick Boseman is is obviously he's he's he played the Black Panther, but he's not the Black Panther. He's an actor. Other actors can play the role. I, I thought it was a silly decision to re- decide to retire it with him in the Black Panther movie. As much as we all like Chadwick Boseman in the Black Panther movie, the guy who stole the show that movie was Michael B. Jordan. There was nobody that walked away from that movie saying that the best performance in that movie was. Chadwick Boseman. It was Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. He was the one who captivated the screen. He was the one who captivated the audience. I would even put a Koye above what I saw Chadwick do because I've seen Chadwick do it and uh, in, in you know Captain America and everything that came before that. Whereas I thought Koye just knocked that one out of the park. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Koye, not I don't mean to interrupt your go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But w- 
what happened to her husband? I, heard, I, I, you know, Eli and I were talking about this too because again, it, it, there was a lack of of like outside of Mbaku, there really was no male warriors. Yeah, there. because yeah. there was and another tribe that yeah. got into you know that was on the side of Killmonger. I think what I read was With is the that there was a, yeah, there was a the scheduling rhinos. conflict. Like they wanted him in there, but there was a scheduling conflict, and he just couldn't make it work. It wasn't. Oh, like, son of a bitch! Yeah, so they come just, on. They wrote him out because he he just couldn't be there when they were filming. I, I think that's what I read because I oh. looked it up. For the love of story, freaking delay the damn thing! <laughs> oh, get out! Make it better. <laughs> I mean, because I think I remember they explained something about him being in prison. I'm like, why is it in prison? He's in prison. I, I don't know. I might have heard it wrong, but I, I heard prison. I, when, when I see it again, I'll, I'll get clarification. Yeah, you know, it. but that would make sense because he it was kind of technically treasonous because he did side with Killmonger. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I, that, that would make sense and that would be a, a convenient way to write him off. So he's hanging out. Uh, and then you can bring with, him uh, back later on down the line. Yeah. He, so he's, he's hanging out there with Zemo then. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> him and Zemo. Because Zemo is still in. Where was Zemo in all this? I'm, I was waiting for him to break out of jail. Oh, my God. You know, I'm just like, Haha, I'm free. Namor, you're my friend. There's another one they could have used him. He could have been the one manipulating things behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, go around offering Turkish delight. I love that. And dude. dance moves. The Hobbit guy, Ross. I mean, was, I mean, did we really need him in there? Oh, you needed to introduce Valentina again. Like, apparently they were married. Like, why? I don't know. Thunderbolts. Thunder, yeah, they're leading toward Thunderbolts. Ex- uh, there you go. That's what I'm saying. So that's the thing is that these movies aren't just made for art. They're made to to promote promote and and that's the problem it's like maybe this movie would have been a little bit more of a cohesive better feeling movie if if you would have just chopped 30 minutes off of it and, and come up with some kind of a better thing for these these two uh nations to go to war against one another other than hey this little girl built a machine and they want the inventor of it and, and they want to kill her i don't know man i, I it, it could have been a better movie i I, I think ultimately it would have failed uh, to reach our expectations because of the decision not to recast T'Challa. I, I mean, look, I've been one thing if we're like, look, we got to go. We have a schedule. And even though Chadwick's only been dead for you know a couple of months, we got to shoot now. And the movie's going to be released within a year or two of his passing. We're not recasting. But it's been multiple years. Right. Yes. I great think. point. Uh, yeah, it's it's been enough time where we could have moved on and and and, and would have embraced that. And take when you were telling, <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you, when he was talking to me about, yeah, that's that that's the guy. And I all you can think about is like the millions of, of young boys who sat in a theater looking for that role model to look up to, and there isn't one. There was a there was a lot of there was a lot of fatherless children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We got no heroes. You know? Interesting. Meanwhile, the girls got everybody flying to do the rockets here. What we what we got? You got a Koye, you got Ironheart, you got Storm, you got the Dora Milaje. I mean, the well, not Dora Milaje. We already kind of Nakia. I mean, there's a lot of representation. I mean, if if you're a boy, Mbaku's it, and That's he it. barely was in it. And Ooh. little T'Challa. <laughs> yeah, uh, the boy baby T'Challa. Yeah, T'Challa. Baby, baby T'Challa. T'Challa. Yeah, and then Ross. Kids just read your comic books. Just, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's best I can tell you. Because I tell you what, like reading the comic books, like the same way they talk about the death. Of, like whenever a new artist takes over a book, it's like the death of a character because the character never looks the same. The show. <laughs> like when Jim Lee stepped on X Men, I'm like, I started collect. Uh, that was when like I, I, I hung on for another book or two, and I'm like, I'm kind of done. Like it, they don't even look right anymore. Yeah, I didn't start reading that again until Joe Bad took over. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, look, that's all of our thoughts on Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Of course, we want to know what you guys think of this movie. Uh, what were some points that you 
walked away with. Um, where there's some points that we made you might have disagreed with or agreed with. Uh, we like both, either or. Get in touch with us, man. Let us know your opinions, and we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Guys, we hope you enjoyed that review of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Look, if you want to learn more about us, the Magic Our Way podcast, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you will find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, to get in touch with us to share your opinions on this movie, you can do it through the following ways. Shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com, or you can call or text us. It's a, it's a text us at 1015 Awaken. That is 1815. No weekend. Six six nine four two two six. And of course, we have a couple of guys do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Yes, uh, as always, you could go to the website www.ivorycomics.com and uh, check out the books that I've made: uh, Project Geisha, Savages, and The Molly Be Damned. Uh, there's also a link to this podcast, so you never miss a beat, an episode, a review. Whatever you need, that's how Synergy works. So please uh, support me, www.ivorycomics.com. Facebook, I can be found there, Eli H. Ivory. As long as you're a real person, nice to meet you. If you're a bot, don't want to greet you. Go ahead and just, uh, just stick yourself in front of a spaceship fire thruster. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue. Yeah, how you like your ribs. <laughs> Unpunctured. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get a bead for it. Uh, um, I'll take for, a beer. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. Um, Project Geisha has a Facebook page. You go there. So Facebook.com says Project Geisha. Uh, Instagram. Uh, I still post up art. Not follow your stuff. Post up hearts and likes and everything there. So EIV504 is where you can find me on Instagram. And, of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness there, you just bring me a gladness. Thank you very much. And if you want to book a vacation to Wakanda or Talokan, you can book it through Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. Yeah, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. You can email me at lee at magicrway.com. On Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash Travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. Instagram, you got a friend in Lee Travel. And on TikTok, you got a friend in Lee. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Cola Canavica. In addition, guys, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicrway.com. Plus, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Our Way podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash Magic Our Way. There you'll find six awesome tiers to support this show. Awesome. Awesome. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. Some weekends we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Wakanda forever. And ever. And ever. Ever. And ever, and ever. And ever, Amen. ever. Ever, ever. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. A tuna salad. <laughs> All right. Hey, this is Eli from the Magic Outway Podcast. When I'm not... Podcasting, talking Disney, and drawing. I'm listening to Mad Hatter Radio. Some good stuff. <laughs>